Hey, welcome, welcome. Denny Van here. I help people on this spiritual journey heal so that they can step into being the change maker we so desperately need. Um, tonight is session two, and we are going to get into some deep stuff here. So I'm not sure how long tonight's live is going to go. It's going to depend on you and what your questions are. So this is the homework. I'm following along right with you. So let me know that you have the homework. And if you don't have the homework, if you have any questions on how to get that, super, super easy to get. We tried to make this whole thing as simple as possible. So all you have to do is go into our messenger bot. The link is right up in the description. And then send me the word homework. Just type in the word homework and send me a message in my messenger bot. And the messenger bot will send you the PDF for the homework. Yesterday, we started off with um, treating our awakening like a scientist. We set where we are right now um, as a guidepost, as a little snapshot on where you are right now. Thank you so much, Monica. Absolutely. So get the homework right here. And if you have any questions, my right-hand man is here tonight. So uh, grab her with anything that you need, any questions at all. She'll be here for you. And I just love her to death. Okay, so reviewing really quick about yesterday, we kind of took a snapshot of where you are in four areas of your life. Your connection to your mind, connection to your body, connection to your spirit, and connection to your breath. And we kind of have a general idea. Now, what we did yesterday was just on the surface of what my clients, whether in a group or one-on-one, -on -one, they go in a much more in-depth uh, questionnaire and really get an idea of where we need to go because it's your journey. We have to find out where you are and only you know this. So you are the experiment. And so this is kind of what we're doing. Now tonight we're going over Energy Lab 101 and I get a ton of questions about what energy is, what energy isn't, what they feel, what they don't feel. So I'd like for you to tell me in the comments what do you feel energy when somebody says energy? What is that to you? Because it's very important to start where you are because I don't need to teach you anything new. You already know this stuff. So we're just gonna maybe some clarify some myths and stuff like that. So tonight we're going over Energy Lab 101 and this is to learn, first of all, how does energy, hey Cindy, how does energy work in nature? and then apply it to ourselves. And I know so many electricians, my husband was an electrician, uh, electrical engineer, manager, uh, project manager, and he would say, we really don't know what this electricity is. We just know how it works and how not to get shocked. But they harness it, they know how to harness it, but they really don't know a lot about it. They just know the effects of it. We can plug in something and have our Vitamix spin. <laughs> we can, you know, use it for our advantage, but it can also be very destructive if you don't know how to use it. As a matter of fact, it could kill you. So that energy is no different than the energy we talk about in energy healing work. It's the same energy. And I am working right from the homework sheet that you guys have. So this is what we're doing together. So in session two, if you turn to that second page, we're going to learn how our energy works in nature. And with energy, 
there's a positive and a negative. We're gonna learn how energy works in nature because you are no different. You are no different than what we see happening in nature and we're gonna get down into some examples that you can apply to yourself. And so on the homework sheet, that first line there, it says energy is both movement and underline and then it must have both blank and blank. So energy is both movement and stillness. So you have to have both. And it, it must have both a positive and a negative. And to add to that, both the positive and negative must ground. So you are a complete circuit. You are a positive and negative and you must ground. So think about that for a moment. First of all, what does positive and negative mean? What does that even mean? And we're gonna get into details that you may hear, you may have studied, uh, depending on what your knowledge is. We're gonna get into the, the lab of it. And the lab of it means you must experience it, right? You are your own experience, your experiment. So you, we are moving forward with learning what energy is from your experience. So I can talk to you about it and you can have the intellectual knowledge. Yeah, 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 I got it. You know, you have to have a positive and a negative and it has to ground. But what does that feel like in your body? Have you experienced that before? And so some of the myths out there, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit to the myths out there because we're gonna talk about masculine and positive energy. So they call it male or or the positive sign, it's the positive sign. Male energy is also called the divine masculine. Masculine or positive energy is also called the divine masculine. So this energy is moving, it's aggressive, it's constantly going, go, 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 go. That's what that, that energy is, it's moving. And the feminine, or negative, doesn't mean bad, see that's one of the myths. This negative energy doesn't mean bad. But it's, the negative energy is also called the feminine or the divine feminine. And this is the space where this movement has to happen. You can't have any movement without something to hold the space for that movement. Think of it like you can't have a fetus growing without the womb enclosing it. So the fetus growing could be considered the masculine energy because the cells are subdividing and dividing and dividing and dividing, but the womb itself is just holding that space for that movement to occur. So this happens within us. Another myth is, I work with clients who are learning this stuff, and uh, clients will say, well, if you're female, then you're feminine energy, and if you're male, than your masculine energy. So this is a myth. All beings, all beings, whether you're human or non-human, all beings have both positive and negative energy in them. And this applies to all genders, all beings, all everything. You must have a complete circuit in order for the being to be animated in this 3D dimension. So again, just because you're a female does not mean you are negative, you are the negative energy. 
You are both. You must have positive and negative flowing through you in order to be alive. In order to be alive. Okay, so we're going to talk about some examples in nature. And some of the examples I love to use is the example of a hurricane. And um, let me know if you've ever experienced one. I have. I lived in Florida. My son, son number two, was born in Florida. So we lived in Florida at the time of a hurricane coming through. And it's quite an experience. However, that eye in the middle is unbelievable. It's the sun is out, the birds are singing, it's shining, it's calm, it's, it's nothing until the other side of the wall of the hurricane comes through, right? So how are you no different? than a hurricane. So the eye of the hurricane is nothing. And I'm a weather geek. I love science. I love physics. I love all of this stuff. And so I love to watch the Weather Channel. And they always talk about a hurricane as having two parts. The eye and the moving bands. And if you think about it, human beings have two parts. So the eye is nothing. There's nothing there. They try to get to the center in the airplane to get readings to determine how strong this eye is. But once the outside bands start coming into the eye, it begins to weaken. So it tries to bring the outside inside. We are no different. We have an inside eye that is nothing and expansive and powerful. Then we have our outside world, constantly moving, changing, unstable unsure, uncertainty, all of this movement, what we try to do is we try to bring our outside world to the inside. So to connect with the positive and negative, the masculine and feminine of you, the best thing to do is to meditate. And the word meditate, if you look at the root of that word, it means to get to know, to sit and get to know. So in your practice, Sit and get to know you. And this you part is the eye of your hurricane. It's, it's not the human part of you. It's not your name. It's not your body. And those uh, reality transurfers here, what does Vadim call the body? The mannequin? I like to call it my meat suit. It's not this physical form of me. So as you meditate, it's your eye. It's the nothing part of you. You can't use your five senses, senses to detect it. That's why we think it's not there, because we can't detect it in our material world. But it wouldn't, it's there because we wouldn't be animated, we wouldn't be alive, we wouldn't be plugged in. All right, so now what I'd love to do is answer any questions. But let me know if you have any questions at all of what I said so far. So energy is both movement and stillness. So another example is a scale, the old-fashioned kind, not the new digital ones, <laughs> um, a, an old-fashioned scale where you have the fulcrum, which doesn't move, and then you have the scales that move. Now, the fulcrum does nothing, right? It just sits there. But without the fulcrum, the scales wouldn't be able to move. The scales would just lay on the floor and do nothing, right? Absolutely love this. So if you have... if you can perceive from both of these spaces this, the fulcrum of you, 
And this is your center. This is your center. There's no judgment here. There's no ideas here. There's no beliefs here. There's no programmings here. There's nothing here. Because if there was, then the fulcrum would not be um, creating the space. It would be telling the scales, hey, you're going too high or you're too low. It would have judgments, but it doesn't. It just allows the movement. And then we perceive most of the time, I would say 99.999% of the time, we are perceiving from the scales, the movement. But what we don't know is that we can shift our perception and it it's, takes practice, it takes training, but once you experience it, you know it. You can shift your perception to the fulcrum and the fulcrum sees the movement on both sides. But when we're perceiving from the scales, from this movement, we can only see where we are. We can only see where we are. Oh, look, things are getting good, but we don't see what's happening on the other side. The fulcrum does. The fulcrum sees exactly what's happening. So if we can equate this idea, it's a concept. It's an idea because what we're talking about has no name. It's not a thing. You can't put an idea or a concept to it, but we are. Because we got to get through the mind first to get down into the heart so that the mind understands. Because so many times, because we're perceiving from this movement, this is mind, right? So many times we start to perceive from stillness and we think, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. I'm going crazy. Um, something is dying. The, the ego gets very scared. And so it wants to hold on to that movement. So if you're able to shift your perception to this stillness part of you and you can't take this movement with you, this is the thing. This is key. Listen up. With energy, first of all, you must ground. And you're going to have movement and stillness within you. So when you're meditating and you're getting quiet, the mind is going to come. It's going to move. It's going to move. But your awareness to it, you can shift. Okay, so Transcendental Meditation calls it transcending. So we could be stuck in our mind going, trying to meditate. Oh yeah, I got to add that to my grocery list. A thought comes. Trying to meditate. You start thinking about something else. You realize you went off on a thought. You come back. Every time you come back, this is a practice. Every time you come back, you withdraw your attention to this movement of the mind. And you come back to nothing. You come back to the eye of your hurricane. Every time you come back to the eye of your hurricane, you're making this center stronger and stronger and stronger. You are no different than anything else in nature. This happens with the hurricane. This happens with everything. When your center becomes strong and focused and your awareness is not going out, but you're keeping your awareness inside, it begins to expand. And the expansion's already there. You just have to step into it. So a lot of us are like, well, I'm looking for this and I'm needing that or I'm trying to do this. What you're looking for is already there. Very good. Very good. Thank you. So what I'd love for you to do, we talked about a couple of examples of um, this energy. Because it's a lab, I want you to think about, first of all, get centered. And I want to feel your the movement of your human. And I want you to feel the stillness of your being. And just sit with that for a while. And thoughts are going to come. That's movement. 
the body's going to talk to you, I have a pain, you have to move, you have an itch on the nose, scratch your head, you know, kind of thing. That's just communication happening. As you begin to learn that you're going to withdraw your attention from it. So we're not looking out, bringing our awareness out. We're going to talk a little bit about more of this tomorrow when we talk about pendulums versus penduluming. So this will be the next phase, but this phase, understanding your energy and experiencing it within yourself, there is, in the kingdom of the heavens is within. That means if you listen to those words of what Jesus is trying to tell us, is that we don't look outside or up there for heaven. We have to go inside in this expansive space in you. You are much more powerful than you think yourself to be. Our physical form is only this much of us. Our energy form is... There's no limits. Our physical form puts limits on it. So allow yourself to come into this limitless space. This is very important. And as you begin to connect to this, you create more and more healing space. It's, it's discovering that you are the genie and the bottle. So as you sit with your divine feminine, expansive nothingness, your divine masculine is going to keep trying to come and get your attention because it's so used to it. Your mind's not trained. Your awareness isn't trained. That's all it takes is just awareness and practice and some training to withdraw your attention and your awareness from the three-dimensional world. Come into this space and next thing you know, this five and blah, 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 other dimensions begin to open up to you. And this is where Einstein was very, very adamant about children keeping their imagination, about play and being childlike. And he was very, he thought children learning to use their imagination was important. And if you think about it, imagination, everything comes from energy first. So, you know, this shirt wasn't a shirt, this this light summer jacket wasn't a jacket until somebody thought of it first. And then it manifested. That means this first part is so important. You have to know what you want to manifest. And then you have to remember, transurfers, remember you have to have yourself in that picture. You must see yourself in that picture manifesting it. So allow yourself to be in this expansive nothingness. You're zero here. If you love binary code, a couple of you message, message me. I love seeing numbers and codes everywhere. If you like that, everything in your humanness is a one. You are a person with a name, with, um, with a label such as wife, mother, sister, daughter, father, mother, brother, whatever that label is. All of those things are ones. But there is something before all of those ones, and that's zero. I'm zero here. I'm nothing here. I can't bring Denny with me. I can't bring my past with me. I can't bring my worries and concerns with me. They have to stay in the movement. 
So I create more inner space. Inner space, I believe inner space should be a vital nutrient, and it really is because that is the divine negative, the divine feminine. This is negative energy holding the space for all of this movement to occur. And let me know if you have any questions about the homework so far, because what I'd love for you to do for the homework uh, from here on out is I would love to, to list, list some examples in your life that you can see in nature, that you can see both positive and negative in that uh, situation, whether it's in yourself or in your environment. I've had people send me pictures of a seesaw. I've had people send me pictures of a merry-go-round. Um, I've had people send me pictures of a, a fishbowl. Um, so whatever that is, you see both positive and negative. You see both the movements and the stillness. And the stillness holds the space for that movement to occur. Yes, and I've seen someone send me a picture of the sky and then clouds. Clouds are moving. The sky holds the space for the clouds to move. And then how are you both? How are you both movement and stillness? And you learn about this and you become familiar with this as you commit to your practice of meditation. And meditation doesn't have to be complicated. We have, FYI, we have for you a free download, a guided meditation. It's 10 minutes. And then we also have with that, and it's $11 or something like that, but it's daily for 10 days, you get daily a video about your meditation practice and how to apply it and the best things to do for your commitment to your meditation. So if that's where you at, if that is where you're at right now, this is what we have for you. So let us know in the comments um, if you'd like the link to that. And let me know, let me know in the comments what your biggest takeaway from today's session was with Energy 101 Lab. What did you know about energy? Did you learn something about yourself and how the energy works within you today? And what are you gonna use from this moment forward to really connect with your own energy. Definitely, Teresa, we will get that link to you. So there's either the free um, guided meditation, it's a free 10-minute guided meditation, or I believe, Monica, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we have like a mini course, a 10-day uh, meditation challenge kind of thing where you get a short video every day and it's like $11. So it, it's not, you know, just invest in yourself to commit to that, to see if you can actually commit to that and begin your practice. Because the world is gonna take your awareness away and we're gonna really get in deep on what that awareness and your, mm, your perception ability. We're really gonna get into that tomorrow. And the meditation, guided meditation that we offer connects you with your awareness, the awareness that allows you to go inside and have an internal experience and then allows you to go outside in your five sensory world and have an external experience. And this penduluming that some of us are going through as we're going through our awakening process. And part of this awakening process is healing. 
and understanding how you work and how energy moves within you is very healing. And we're going to learn more about that in session four. All right. So thank you, Teresa. We will make sure that you get that link to the guided meditation and to the offer. It's going to be um, an offer for the 10-day challenge. And then I want to remind you that um, we are going to be live tomorrow at 5 o'clock going over session 3. And that is pendulums versus penduluming and transurfers. I know I've got a message from you. You guys can't wait till tomorrow. This is so exciting. All right. So with that said, thank you guys so much for being on this journey with me in honoring your awakening. You know, when you are aligned, this is an internal process. It has to start with you. And so with these days together and understanding, first of all, how you work as a complete circuit. There is nothing outside of you that you need. Nothing outside of you that will complete you. All right, with that said, thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Blessings.